Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That was yeah. Mitch with his beautiful rendition of God Knows What on the recorder. That's good. Oh, we're that back. good. We found that in a locker. Yeah, it's true. Today. We did. Uh, it was cleaned. Don't worry. We, we're not crazy, you know. Uh, with that being said. Everything's fine. Hello. How Hi. are you all? What's I going hope on? you've had an enormously glamorous week. Potentially even... A spectacular fan blah was an amazing month. Do you yeah. even want to know what I think no, your year's yeah. been like? I hope your there year you has been very well. With that being said, Let's we're get back. Considering, yeah, we are joining Starting a cult. A cult. It, oh, we are, are right? selling out. Damn it! We keep doing <laughs> that. All right, what's the name of our show? I don't remember. Uh, it's something about a uh, pineapple. We are starting a cult. Oh, yeah, that Jake sounds familiar. Your, your Grant, right? Oh, uh, I Mitch thought is I was here. Matt. He always is. You're wearing a do-rag today. What's going on with That's that? That's true. I don't know. I found it in the very in same locker. In the very locker. same locker we found the recorder in. It It's kind of like the real-life version of, like, Storage Wars. Like, we just found this, like, locker. <laughs> You're bidding on it with your family. And, like, whatever was in there is, like, it's just all new. It's like, maybe I could use this. You got a sheet music uh, book in there for the recorder. You're gonna be rocking. I'm gonna out. be practicing and become the next electro recorder. Yeah, I'll be bigger than Miles Davis. Yeah, maybe a, a sort of uh, literally Jethro, a bigger, Jethro Tull sort of man. I'll be bigger in the sense of rounder, more bulbous. If you <laughs> I will. will eat more than he ever hoped to dream of. Yeah. So yeah. we're back to the. Just the terrifying triangles. triangles that surround our world. As we talked about last week, you know, there's the 12 supposed... Uh, I still don't know what the name of that shape is. A 12-sided die? Supposedly, there's 12 locations where these uh, anomalies happen, right? Well, there's more than 12. Because there's one that's a little known, right? And this one is called the Bridgewater 
triangle. Not in the ocean at all. No, it's not. No, it's on land. It's uh, 200 square miles within uh, southeastern Massachusetts in the United States, and um, it encompasses a couple different towns, right? So Abington, Rehoboth, and Freetown are the three points of the triangle. And then within that triangle, we have Brockton, Whitman, West Bridgewater, East Bridgewater, Bridgewater, Middleborough, Dighton, Berkeley, Raynham, Norton, Easton, Lakeville, Seekonk, and Taunton. A lot of places. Also within there is the Hockamock Swamp. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And this is an enormous part of it that we'll get to. But either way, it's a very large area encompassing a lot of different towns. Yeah, and this was coined, uh, the term, the Bridgewater Triangle, was coined in the 1970s by cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman, uh, who wrote the book Mysterious America. And uh, he was the first to break uh, the story of the Bridgewater Triangle. There's just a bunch of shit that goes and on to give it just a, a name. Just a couple little things that uh, we'll discuss uh, people seeing here, right? We get some UFO activity, a lot of different poltergeist and just ghostly activity, uh, orbs, uh, Bigfoot, giant snakes, thunderbirds, you name it, a bunch of crazy shit, red-eyed dogs. All these things. Giant cats. Yeah. A bunch of stuff. So um, this is in Massachusetts, just so you know. It's all land, and as we mentioned, there is a Hoc- swamp or Hockamock Swamp. That's a big part of it. But um, Hockamock. I just kind of want to explain to you that uh, it it's it's a big place. You know, it's two hundred square miles. This isn't like a town or two. It's it spreads. I believe it's about two or three counties. This triangle spreads it's enormous, over. It's enormous, yeah. And it's very. There's a lot of unique stuff that goes into it. So we'll, you know, we'll give you that, and then we'll start getting into some details here. You yeah. know. Yeah. So I guess we should probably start with the Hockamock, uh, Hockamock Swamp, right? Yeah. I mean, it has like this reputation that goes back to a very specific thing in uh, American history, actually. Indeed. It was uh, King Philip's War in yeah, 1675, baby. right? Uh, so this war in particular uh, was remembered as one of the most brutal and bloody Indian wars on American soil, given the population at the time, you know. Of all yeah. the colonists and everything, it, they lost a huge and, portion on both sides. Believe it or not, per capita, it still is the bloodiest battle in United States history. Jesus. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Per capita. Now, again, that's taking into account the time period and the population, as it is now, but yeah. based on those numbers, it was the largest percentages of death in any battle ever, even to this very day. It was absolute chaos. It, was mm-hmm. not, yeah, it wasn't a good thing at all. But uh, so yeah, a lot of it had uh, a lot of it took place in the Hockamock Swamp, right? Uh, the Hockamock Swamp was known by the uh, Wankapa. Wait, what is it? The uh, oh the Wankapa. the Indian tribe. Wankapanaka. Yeah, I can't. Let me let me look at the pronunciation here so I can try and do it accurately. But Wampanoag. I? I think it's Wampanoag. Um, oh, oh, I found it here. Let's see. Yeah, Wampanoag. That's yes. how I... It's probably how I would say it, yeah. I would imagine, right? So it's known by them, right? All right, so the Hockamock Swamp is known by the Wampanoag people as the place where spirits dwell, right? Uh, it's known by the white settlers to, the, that uh, came after, right? 
as the Devil Swamp. So they were really afraid of it. And the, you know, the Indian people, they knew that the white people were afraid of it. So they used it as like sort of a place to hold up a lot of the time during the war. Mm-hmm. There's kind of a lot of juju going on around it. So, all right. Uh, during the King Philip's War, a lot of people were being brutalized on both sides. Like, people were being skinned. People were being dismembered, like, just brutalized. So, either way, um, both sides, the colonists and the Wampanoagans, uh, began with numbers uh, close to, like, 3,500. But, uh, in the end, King Philip, uh, who was the Indian chief... Like, he got that name from, I think, his family members of the past, like, making friends with the people from the Mayflower. Some oh. some name oh. they gave him. Yeah, yeah. So King Philip was the Wampanoagan, or is that right? Wampanoag. Wampanoag. We know we're, we're, Again, we're not historians oh. here. Uh, you know, enunciation is not something we're great at. So if we're wrong, you know. We're sorry. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, you could probably know, type in, in what you think we might try to be pronouncing. And enlighten us. Get That's the what info. we like. We like learning, you know? So, yeah. Uh, King Philip, he was killed, right, uh, in the Hockamock Swamp. And his body was dismembered. It was quartered, specifically. And these four pieces were tied to different parts of the forest on four different trees for some reason. And uh, one of his hands was chopped off and given to the man that killed him. Uh, who And he actually went on to preserve the hand in a jar that he would take around to bars. And he would say, like, you can put this up on display if I can drink for free. So he would just go get drunk with his hand. Sweet. That's awesome. That's pretty cool, right? Use it to your advantage. Use your disadvantage to your advantage. He totally did that. Yeah. Impressive. There you go. Uh, and his head was uh, put on a pike uh, outside. A, it was like displayed outside of a fort for about two and a half decades. So that was a thing. That is. It's interesting. But the most important uh, trophy that was taken when King Philip was killed was his uh, wampum belt. The wampum belt. That one I know belt. I'm pronouncing right. It's yeah. wampum. Yes, you are. I know that from my time at camp. Really. Yeah, it's true. Camp wampum? Something? No, but they did What's like wampum bead ceremonies every year. I don't know. It was, it was strange, but I know the word. It's pretty cool. All right. So, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, uh, his wampum belt that was taken. Uh, this was a sacred item that supposedly told the entire history of the Wampanoagan, Wampanoag tribe. Wampanoag, I think. Wampanoagan? That, yeah, that's what yeah, I something. would say. Tribe. And it's said that the uh, belt being stolen is the possible explanation for all these uh, tragic and mysterious things to come after, right? Yeah, and this is, uh, funny enough, it's actually located around this place called Profile Rock, which is in uh, the Freetown Fall River State Forest, which we'll get to shortly, because that's also involved in all this. Very much so. So everything is slowly connecting here, right? And in this Hockamock Swamp, there are hundreds of people that have reported seeing strange lights, orbs, uh, big ones like the negative energy. You know, a lot of people say that, like, they feel like they're being watched or almost, yeah. like, judged silently without being able to see they're anything. being observed, yeah. Um, 
And, like, it, back to the ghost for one second. I, this isn't, like, oh, I saw, like, a wind. Like, they see full-blown, like, apparitions. They see actual, like, lights that are, like, seeming to be sentient and moving. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, you got Bigfoot sightings, uh, Thunderbirds, which if you're not aware, a Thunderbird is, it's pretty much like a pterodactyl. It's just like a giant bird with yeah, like 8 to 12 foot wingspan. It's just, a yeah, enormous. It's people slightly bigger than like a condor. Yeah, people speculate it might be like a dinosaur type thing going on. Or just a you know? big fucking bird. It's the shack of birds. Yeah. But, dude, back to the lights and, like, possible maybe UFO sorts of things going on. Mm-hmm. There's some sightings that date back, like, really, really far. Like, in 1760, there was uh, there were records of a UFO uh, emitting enough light during the day to cast a shadow in broad daylight. That's fucked. So it was fucked. producing more light than the sun, enough to cast a shadow in the sunlight. That's impressive. In 1760, multiple people like put in reports about it. It's insane. I dare someone to find me an object that can do that. I, dare I have no you. idea how bright that would be. That seems like it would be blinding. I dare you. If you find it, please let me know. No please. amount of sunglass would, would help that. But yeah. And then in uh, 1908... There were like two undertakers. Uh, they were traveling in uh, in a carriage, right, through Bridgeport. They were going from West Bridgeport to uh, Normal Bridgeport, I guess. Yeah, but uh, they said it was like around 3 a.m., so it was kind of dark. But they said they saw what looked like an unusually strong lantern about two feet wide just hovering in the air about 50 feet above uh, above the tree line there, somewhat resembling a balloon bag. They said a balloon bag. A balloon bag, which I don't know what that is. I is it just exactly what it sounds like? I'm thinking like the thing from the SpongeBob movie, like the air bag. That's like kind oh, of the I'm magical thinking. bag of winds. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking nice. of something like that, maybe a little bit bigger, obviously, but yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. So David Hasselhoff could be just the same thing. Yeah. Nice. Eating floor burgers. Eating floor burgers as well, David Hasselhoff. Not anymore. He's silver, I think. You don't hassle Good for him, right? the Hoff. Yeah. Don't hassle. Bitch. Get out of here. But anyway, they watched uh, this in the sky for 40 minutes. That's fucked. They, but wouldn't you, like, do something else? Like... But I mean, like, what? They, they like, if you saw minutes. that, what would you do? I'd just watch I it. don't know. But I'd, I'd take I'd, a picture. That's about it. I'd be like, holy shit. I don't know, man. Like, who do you call? I guess what else know? do you do? You're just kind of in the woods watching it. Yeah, like there's no hotline for you. you, you know? Like, what are you going to call the cops? What the fuck are they going to do about it? They're going to have like, what do you call the FBI? I don't know that number. They'll be able to shoot at it, and no one will be mad at them. Uh, but they not anymore. Yeah, cops around now. We shouldn't talk about the cops now. They'll they'll find a way to be mad. They will. It'll, they'll be angry. But either way, uh, friggin' yeah. So they said they just watched it for forty minutes. It went away. They were just like, "What the hell was that?" But they reported it. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, friggin' nineteen six. Uh, no, seventy six. Uh, two huge UFOs were apparently reported seen landing near Route forty four near Taunton. Damn. Taunton has uh, a lot of these types of things. Uh, found an object uh, shaped like a home plate of a baseball field. 
uh, excreting a green substance, also in Taunton. So there was just some goo stuff. It kind of reminded me of the stuff. Skycom. Skycom, maybe. It Sky might be Skycom. Com. I don't know. It 100% is Skycom. Trust me, I'm an expert on the topic. I've done hours and hours of physical research into Skycom, and it's real. Oh, yes? Yeah. It is. Don't don't ask any more questions. It only appears to newsmen. They'll kick in the door here if you keep asking questions. Yeah, yeah. In 1991, there was a, a green disc that was seen hovering above uh, Bridgewater, lighting things up. But it was green, so maybe that's where the sky come came from. It's a spass hole. A spass hole? <laughs> yeah, it's a space asshole. I love that. A spass hole. Perfect. Yeah, dude. Lots of weird unexplained sightings. Dating back real far. Yeah, and uh, a lot of the locals in this area believe that a lot of this stems from uh, Native American curses. Mm-hmm. And this circles back to the wampum belt uh, that was lost during King's, King Philip's War. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people believe that uh, the Native Americans cursed the swamp because of the poor treatment that they received from, you know, the colonials. And also uh, for the losing of the wampum belt, which was sacred. Yeah. Apparently so when, they have a reason to be upset. Yeah. Apparently when they lost the war to the settlers, they were promised that they would have freedom, but they were just sold into slavery immediately after being taken captive. Yeah, we knew how that one was going to end, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. So that's, yeah. They cursed it, maybe. Yeah. So, and, and it's weird because there's so much different stuff i mean it goes from like like we we've heard it goes from apparitions to ufos to ooze to just a bunch of like weird shit that's like hmm yeah slightly slightly reminiscent of like a like a skinwalker ranch type location yeah and with these weird ass animals that are appearing all up everywhere there's like a there's like red-eyed black dogs that were like uh, appearing in the seventies, just ripping the throats out of cattle. Yeah, that's fucking somehow, crazy. and then just disappearing. Uh, one thing I do want to get into right now, just just because it, it's interesting on a separate note, uh, is the Dighton Rock, which uh, they found that in Berkeley, Massachusetts, uh, which is near Dighton, Massachusetts, where it got its name. Yeah, and this is just a forty-ton boulder. That was in the riverbed of the Taunton River, and uh, they there's a bunch of petroglyphs like along the side of it, right? Uh, they were they were constructing a dam in 1963, and uh, while they were doing that, they saw this fucking giant rock, and they were just like, "Well, this is kind of fucking weird." And uh, just for some dimensions for you. Uh, it's a six-sided block, uh, which is five feet high, nine and a half feet wide, and 11 feet long. And uh, it's sandstone with a like a coarse texture on the outside. And uh, it has this inscription all along the inside of it, okay? And they don't know exactly where this could have come from. There's four hypotheses on where this came from. And that would be uh, the indigenous North Americans. Uh, they were known to have inscribed petroglyphs uh, into rocks, things like that. So it's fitting, right? 
Uh, then you have the ancient Phoenicians, who uh, this was actually proposed by a man named Ezra Stiles in 1783. Is it people from Phoenix or Phoenicians? Yeah, yeah, you know, Phoenicians. Phoenicians, yeah. Uh, then we have the Norse. Uh, this is actually rejected by archaeologists, saying that it's not something that they typically think would do. Uh, then we have the Portuguese. Uh, and it's believed that uh, they used rocks for inscriptions, so it could be something along those lines. And uh, even as recent as 2002, it's been proposed that it was potentially the Chinese. Interesting. And that, really? Yeah, that, it's just his thought. Um, but what's weird about uh, Dighton Rock is that no one fucking knows what it is. And there's not, I mean, it's now in like a little... It, they almost built, like, a shack around it, and it's like a museum. It's like an enclosure. And uh, so there's not particularly strange things happening here. It's just unique in the fact that this is found within the Bridgewater Triangle, this area of all this weird phenomena. Yeah. And there's this massively, like, unexplained historical artifact that we just can't translate. We can't figure out. Yeah. And it's it's just odd. It's something I wanted to bring up because I think... When we get to the end after we explain everything, it's like it's just more mystery on top of this fucking crazy shit. It really is, dude. And there's stuff that's been found in the uh, the swamp itself that like remains from over nine thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. There's and it, it was very obviously very sacred to the tribes around the time of uh, the Phillips War. It's insane. Like yeah, it was it's de- weird. definitely have been a burial ground and like has been collecting just ooze of bone flesh goo for years yeah it's a Long strange location and that's only one of the locations yeah there's multiple locations it's definitely more than this i would say i don't know i don't know how you're feeling about this but i'm thinking we move into freetown fall river state forest oh let's do that yeah because this one is my personal favorite go ahead now this one goes all the way back to I mean, before this, but in the 60s and 70s, it got a lot of notoriety in the area because of this suspicious cult activity that was occurring there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Animal sacrifices, ritualistic murder, uh, which I'll get into in a minute. Uh, A lot of gangland murders and high rates of suicide in this forest. Interesting. And uh, the ritualistic murders, this was admitted uh, a pimp murdered a fellow pro- two fellow prostitutes and uh two of his prostitutes also helped him commit these murders in a insulated shed that they built on the outskirts of the state forest this is a classic scenario and the bodies were found uh, bound with their heads smashed in and it was later admitted by them once they were in custody that this was a ritualistic murder in the name of satan and uh, that clearly has brought some attention to the forest where a lot of other things of this nature can be found. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of pentagrams, spray-painted pentagrams, things of that nature. Dead but chickens. They found this location. It's on the side of a, like, it's a prairie that has, like, natural hills in it. And in the side of the hill, somebody, like, dug it out and hollowed it out. And there's steps, so you can only really see it from one side of this hill because of the way the prairie rolls. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, once you go in, there's steps, and there's a little heater and a bunch of children's clothing and potential murder weapons, such as hammers, screwdrivers, knives, axes, pickaxes, things of that nature. Yeah, even like baby dolls with uh, their heads chopped off and stuff. Looking like voodoo sort of situation. And to circle this all back, this isn't the same location where you can find Profile Rock. The ghost with the man sitting on the rock with his legs crossed and his arms reaching out. So, what the fuck, do, what do we have right now? Right, Just right now, before we... What do, you before what do we, we have? What do you know? We're really, I would say right now, we're just giving the baseline of information and the shit that goes into here. We haven't even gotten into the potential cryptid things that are occurring here. Yeah. So, to me, my humble opinion, there's something fucking weird going on in this area. Well, yeah, even up to this point. I mean, there's something weird... Just with the documented legitimate cases where people were arrested or known to have been in trouble with the law for these things, a lot of crazy shit happens here. And I think that's a good segue into some of the crazier shit. Because <laughs> we get crazy here. What are you thinking, man? Well, why don't we, I guess, on the same topic. Uh, this this is going to open my door a little bit here. Uh, in the nineties, in the rivers, uh, the Freetown Fall River State Forest, uh, there were actually twelve calves that were completely mutilated and drained of their blood in a field. And this was believed to be connected to the satanic cult, because kind of what I gathered just from research is that locals of this area have just kind of like allowed it to be the truth that this cult is operating within their town. Yeah. They're and, satanically panicking. Yeah. About shit going on, even though there's other stuff that obviously has nothing to do with anyone trying to be a satanic, uh, anything like the lights in the sky. Dude, these fucking, the calves, uh, appearing with no blood in them. Very, uh, very skinwalker ranchy, very reminiscent. Exactly, and that that's kind of the connection I want to make here. There's just one more thing I do want to throw in. There's another uh, inscribed stone in the area, and it's in West Bridgewater. And uh, funny enough, there was also a missing person's dead corpse found immediately behind this rock. Uh, but it's called the Suicide Stone, and it's Laura inscripted. Palmer. And uh, it's inscription is really weird. I don't know how to take it, so I'll read it to you and let you see what I'm talking about. Hit me. All ye who in future days walk by Nunkatesset stream, love not him who hummed his lay cheerful to the painting er, parting beam, but the beauty that he wooed. That's what the fucking rock says. What does it mean? Can you read it again? All ye who in future days Walk by Nankatesset stream, love not him who hummed his lay, cheerful to them parting beam, but the beauty that he wooed. Uh, my translation is uh, take it all in. Take it in. Uh, in I don't moment. know how you got that from there. Mine don't was, take a what? photograph. Don't take a picture. Just remember, be in the really? moment. It's so beautiful. Look at that. Maybe you'll leave, but maybe you're here now, so maybe that's all that matters. Is it really what it means? 
I have no clue if that's really what it means, but that's my take. Well, you know what? That's fine. I respect so that. Bas- it's basically YOLO, I guess. Right. Which is kind of ironic for the dead body behind it, but I don't know. Anywho. It's Laura Palmer. Bigfoot. Uh, there's a shit ton of sightings, uh, usually around the Hockamock Swamp. There's typically like a fuck ton of Bigfoot sightings. Um, Jake, do you have some of those sightings for us? Is that what you were reading for here? I have a few, yeah. All right, Just all like right. a couple little tidbits. In the 1970s, uh, actually 1970, the year, uh, many cases of a hairy seven-foot monster in the woods began uh, being reported, right? Uh, so he was seen both standing upright and running on all fours. Uh, Bridgewater police held a two-day-long search with countless officers and attack dogs looking for a, quote, bear, right? Okay. Despite the fact that bears had been extinct in that area for decades. So what was it? Wow. What was it really? I think that may have been a a Bigfoot. It could have been. been. It could have been. Maybe, because in 1978, a man uh, was hunting with his uh, his little nephew, right? Uh, he was hunting with him, and uh, he was in the forest uh, surrounding Bridgewater, and he shot what looked like a bear, right, in the woods. He was like, holy shit, a bear. Haven't seen that. It's weird. They're extinct here. Either way, he shot at it, and the creature reacted to the shot with the noise more like a human uh, in pain, you know, rather than an animal in pain. So it was more like a... Oh, like, fuck. Like, God damn it. Like one of those. So All that's right. kind of funny. It was in 78. Yeah. Those are just a few. It's just a snippet. There's many, there's many, many. And that is strange to me, I think. Mitch, what do you think here? So we watched a documentary on this. Yeah. And there's the man who met essentially the best way to, de- to describe this creature is like if Bigfoot had a baby with E.T. And yeah. this guy encountered this creature when he was walking his dog late at night in like this, like this kind of like this back alley sort of. And uh, it was asking essentially what, what he was saying. He thought that this creature was saying, uh, come to him. And it's just, I just thought that was the coolest thing. Just like the depiction of the creature and everything, it was just cool. Yeah, he was described as pretty much looking like a Bigfoot, but about four feet tall with like a big round belly. So kind of the way I saw it is if you think of Monsters, Inc., if it's Sully in the body of Mike Wazowski. That's perfect. That's absolutely That's perfect, like kind of actually. what it is, you know? Yeah. And it, it looked... It looked adorable. It, it really did. did. Yeah, people see this guy's like specific account. I can't remember his name, but this guy's specific account where he saw this little uh, little hairy creature man. Uh, some people tie it back to the the tribe of uh, of King Philip, right? And uh, t- to this like legend that they had called the Puckwudgies, where they were like t- two foot tall men who would just be like very uh, very scand like not I don't know mischievous. They'd make you feel bad. The only difference between the puckwudgies and this guy, this guy had hair, and the puckwudgies are like gray skinned, yeah. and they don't really have hair. Yeah. 
something. So many worlds are blending right now. It's like everything is overlapping. It's like could be this. Also could have been that. Maybe he didn't shave that day. You know, like one of those types of things. There's there's a lot a lot going on. Maybe it was a gray alien. In he like, could have been like a monkey costume, like Patrick in that SpongeBob episode. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's weird because there's. I, I I'll save my theories until we're done. We're we we got the Thunderbirds, right? That's another thing. People see these giant fucking birds. These thunderous birds. And I don't know. To me, I feel like that could be kind of explained by just nature, but it's also weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of these people, like, they have a lot of merit. Like, it's it's cops, like, reporters, farmers, like, people that know the land pretty well. Yeah. They're and, not... like, even they're like, I've never in my life seen anything remotely like this. It's just strange. There's so much that goes into it. It's really weird. And this opens up the conversation, knowing all this crazy information that occurs in these places, right? What do do we think could potentially be the reason this is happening? Is it Native Americans? Is it, you know, cursed land? Is it superstition? Or is it fucking weird, out-of-this-world shit? You know, where, where do we think, just us, our humble opinions? I think it highly has... A lot to do with the the stealing of land and then the disembodied or like not disembod dismemberment of the the leader's body there, King Philip, and then the use of his hand for free drinks. I think that was kind of disrespectful. Maybe maybe a curse there, and the okay. belt. I could see you that you need the belt back. I could definitely see where you're coming from. You know, I feel like that has a lot to do with it. Also, maybe swamp gas from all of the, uh, I don't know. The uh, the remains in that swamp there, coming up in swamp gas, igniting, making people high, maybe. Uh, Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Who knows just, what happens? It's just as reasonable, honestly. Everything is insane. What do you think here, Mitch? Well, uh, with all the accounts of uh, all, also the UFO activity, I, I don't know. Could, did we brush over that a little bit? A little bit, only only because. I mean, it, we can go so in-depth with it, but it's just yeah. fucking UFO there, activity. There know? was one account, though, of two reporters. Yes. Like, the people in the media that, you know, had this crazy account of this UFO. And I just thought that was cool. And all these, you know, all these different sightings that weren't, like, super crazy. It's like they... A lot of them, you couldn't really tell what the objects were. A lot of them were just pretty much, like, lights, kind of like orbs in the sky. But, uh... Uh, well, my thought is that this is kind of just like another Skinwalker Ranch where it's an area of land that, I don't know, just weird shit happens in. And it could be negative. It could be, you know, something. Some weird negative supernatural stuff going on. Yeah, I could definitely, definitely agree with that. Some yeah. weird, like, wormhole location. Could just be like a central hub, one of those just high uh, high activity areas. And uh, you might be asking yourself, how in God's name does this relate to the Bermuda Triangle? Well, the truth the is, the, the shape, shape of the triangle, but it's also very much compared to the Bermuda Triangle just for its fucking crazy, like, mythos that follows this, you yeah. know? Like, just this wild universe that appears when you talk about the Bridgewater Triangle 
it has the same feel to it as a Bermuda Triangle or even the Devil's Triangle out in Japan. It's like it has the same kind of feel to it of like we don't know what the fuck that is there's so many possible explanations for all the things that happen but the fact that there are so many different weird ass things that happen it's it's kind of undeniable that it's not a coincidence you know all of this in one enclosed area that just so happens to be a triangle the strongest shape in nature is that true uh was i just fed that on the internet or something I honestly, I couldn't tell you. Strongest I don't know. in nature, I think. I feel like it's almost not because I, I can't really think of many natural things that are triangles besides, like, mountains. Maybe, like, a volcano. Well, the fact it's in nature at all makes it in nature. So I guess it's just up to the strength at that point. Is, yeah. it, is it, like, synonymous with mountains, maybe? We're getting off-topic, I'm sorry. We are, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Talk uh, about mountains. Speaking of off-topic, this is a little teaser for what's to come. Uh, we are taking on a very ambitious journey in the next coming months of uh, this. It is, I, I guess the way I would describe this is a singular topic broken into many different categories. So topics yeah and i'm warning you now it will it will be a long series there's a lot to get through both fact and speculation yeah and uh the reason i bring it up is because triangles play a part in it triangles very so much if you so have any inclination of what that means you know where we're taking the show over true, the next yeah. couple months i totally do mitch mitch gets it Mitch definitely knows uh yeah, in about a month's time, I'd say we're gonna start a very, uh, very large series a and beef series, bunch of uh, shit going on that will need some warnings, probably before each episode. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna get fucking crazy, bro. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so ready for this. But yeah, I Mitch is a fucking weirdo. I, I the reason <laughs> it's gonna get weirder. You're right. Uh, yeah. The reason I brought it up is because I think as uh, as an audience member, you do deserve the warning. Yeah. Because uh, it's going to be a hefty series. Like it has it it encompasses a lot of different stuff, and you'll see exactly what I mean when I say it fits <laughs> right. into our. All right, category. we're talking about it for too long without giving more information. We have to stop. Oh <laughs> uh, no! No. Just no. Just know that it's coming. It's, it's going to be long. It's coming. Dude, we're going to make people angry. I, I don't know Just about angry. Just not telling them what it is. Oh, it's, with that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like if you know us, you know where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we're talking about. Yeah. The triangle thing, definitely. But yeah, so Gave triangles are just inherently evil. There's some weird... That's kind of what I'm gathering, just the more I read. Yeah. Like, triangles are evil. We're doing episodes on them. Even the pyramids, evil. it's like they're not evil in themselves, but the mystery of the pyramids has this like ominous feel to it, you like, know, ooh, like ancient technology in like yeah, a hidden knowledge. I don't know. Yeah, it, it encompasses it's got this some, shit some, that's me- wild. some stuff about it. But with all that being said, I mean, there again, it's one of those topics. Like, there's so much detail, and there's so many personal accounts of the Bridgewater Triangle. I mean, I made this comment when we were watching the movie. There's a woman 
who lives in East Bridgewater. And she has so many stories collected from just that town that there's an entire book organized and fucking in chronological order about the stories from a specific town. East Bridgewater, just a a specific part of a town. Yeah, exactly. Enough to fill up a whole book of just different accounts. Like it, it, it's insane. It's just it goes so and they vary every- of like all these different things that we've talked about. No, exactly, and it's like you got Bigfoot, ghosts, all this crazy shit. One of my favorite accounts was from a police officer, and he was saying a, like a Sasquatch that was like seven or eight feet tall was just <laughs> just like lifting up the back of his uh, police cruiser. <laughs> it's just funny to think about. <laughs> He's just wreaking general havoc on a policeman. He's just an asshole, Bigfoot, you know. Well, he was just like, get out of my room. I don't know, man. He's, he's living in the forest, man. He can't be out there. No harm. The roads no are from moving, not parking. Get out of there. Damn right. Well, that being said, that is the Either Bridgewater way. Tringle. The Tringle. Um, Tringle. Dude, I realized that last week was our 69th episode, and you didn't put the number next to it. Did I not? Is that like a sensory thing you're doing now? I didn't even think about it. I must have just fucking totally slipped my mind. You gotta put the 69 in there. Because this is gonna be 70. Congratulations on 70 episodes, Grant. There's no joke in 70, but congrats, Jake. Congrats. There's no joke in 70. Uh, we missed it. We fucking missed it. We did. We're gonna have to start a whole new podcast. Just to get that <laughs> it was one. all leading to that moment. <laughs> Damn it. Goddamn typos. All right. Either way. Well, uh, with that being said, yeah. there are plenty more creepy triangles out there for you to get into. There's um, so many triangles. This is this is the end of the triangle series. Yeah, Here, as of right now. There are two of, I guess, for me, the reason I find these most interesting is because the Bermuda Triangle isn't particularly like an American thing because it's international. We got the keys. But yeah, it's like we're... Part of that, same with the Bridgewater. It's it's weird for us because I don't know. To me, it's like the United States when weird shit happens there. It's like we don't have the longevity of like a Europe or Africa. Like if there's some weird monster found in Africa, you'd be like, yeah, I kind of could buy that. You know, like it's been around. Like people have been there for fucking ever. Like. Yeah, but wouldn't that it. make it so much much more implausible for like something to be there for so long without being detected? Well, that's also a valid point. And doesn't that just make it that much more juicy of a story? Exactly. That's why All I right. pick them. You no, know, there's I understand. A lot, I understand. A lot of elements that go into this. Yeah. Yeah, um, I agree. But yeah, so that is the Bridgewater Triangle. We will triangle. be back yes. next week with a hot new dishy episode because we are starting a cult. Follow us on all the shit. Okay. Do it. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are starting a cult is the name again, just so you know. Uh, startacult at gmail.com is our email. Libsyn, maybe that's where you hear us if you don't have a streaming thing. It's our website, right? It's pretty cool. And uh, also, Patreon. There's a link below. Yeah. Because we're starting a cult. All right. Goodbye. All right. Peace. Bananas. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.